Are you prepared to receive the word of God? Please close your eyes right now. Beloved Father, we give ourselves to you today. We want to hear your voice. Not my voice, but your voice. Use me, Father, to encourage your people. Father, to help your people in their life with you, Father. In Jesus' name, I rebuke right now all strongholds in their hearts. Everything they know about you that's not the truth. Be destroyed and broken in Jesus' name. And speak into their hearts, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. And everybody say, amen. amen. Hallelujah. This is the second message of the series, The Power of Faith, okay? And today's message, message is, A Faith That Works. Does your faith works? Yeah? How many of you were blessed by last week's message? How many of you were blessed by last week's message? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And prepare your heart. Because God will speak to you today. And he will challenge you. Amen. In order for you to receive his word. Okay. Say to the person next to you. Prepare your heart to receive the word of God. Amen. Prepare your heart. Sometimes we know many things. And because we know many things, sometimes we, we don't receive God's word. Be open and say, God teaches me. Okay? Because you need to receive it from God. Why am I teaching this series of message about the power of the faith? Why? Do you know why? First, because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. When you listen to the word of God, normally faith increases inside of you. And, uh, and today your faith will increase. Why? Because of Pastor Marcio. No, it's because of God's word that's going to be preached today. Amen? Hallelujah. Second... Because we want to be a living church. The church where miracles comes naturally. And people are drawn to Jesus and are, are saved. And Jesus receives all the glory. Amen? We need to be, to be a place where miracles happen naturally. And also third, because miracles also can be performed by any born-again Christian. Do you believe that? Some people say, oh, pastor, pray for me. But you can pray for people. Did you know that? And God can use you also. And this is what I want to teach you today. And you need to get out of this place with that in mind. Because this book 
If you read this book, this book is full of miracles. Have you read this book? This book is full of miracles. And if you don't believe in miracles, sorry, you don't believe in this book. <laughs> this is why I'm teaching about miracles. Because since I born again, I have seen many miracles in my life. And God has used me in many places, in many countries that I have been preaching the gospel. And, and even here, God performed many miracles. But God wants to use you also. And you need to be prepared to be used by God. Can you say amen? Because miracles have to be something natural in the, in the life of the church. And we need to be prepared for that. Do you know that when Jesus was walking on this land, every day miracles used to happen. Every time Jesus met someone, he was performing miracles. And this is what I am teaching you. Because when you believe in Jesus, first thing that's going to happen in your life, you are going to be in love with Jesus. I remember years ago, when I saw the first miracles happen in my life. Wow, my love for Jesus increased. And I said, say, wow, I am in love with this Jesus. And this is why miracles is important. Because you noticed that Jesus is real. And he is the same as he did in the past. He is going to do today. I love to share miracles. I love to share. And I could share many miracles here in the church with people. But I love to share miracles that happen with me, with my family, my mother, my sister, my wife. Like near to me. And I want to share. Uh, last week I shared a miracle that happened with my mom. I, I want to share another one. Why I want to share about my mother's, my mother's life. Why? Because my mother, she's a very simple woman. Very simple. She, she is uneducated. She is almost illiterate. Or she didn't have degree or college. She studied, I think, she had the first and second year of primary school just. And, but she has a great faith. And this is what I want to teach you. You don't need to know a lot to receive miracles. <laughs> you don't need. You, don't, you, you only need to have faith in your heart. And she has a great faith, and she received many miracles in her simple, with her simple faith. It's not like, oh, big, big, big but it's simple faith. And uh, there another miracle I want to share is years ago, she found that a lump started in her arms, here, like here, and it started swelling up. In her hand, and be and begin uh, and became very pretty big, and would hurt her a lot, a lot of pain, because it was growing, growing that lump, 
and a lot of pain. Then she went to see a doctor, and the doctor said that it was a bone abnormality, that it was growing. And he said that she had to have a surgery to saw that bone. But one day I came to, to her house, and, uh, and she asked me, Marcio, can Jesus heal this bone? She asked me. I look at her. I said, Mom, Jesus, told, Jesus said that every, all things are possible for those who believe. All things are possible for those who believe. I guess bones are included in all things. I told her. Then she said, do you have that oil that you always pray for people? She said, yes, mom, I have it. I always walk with, my, walk with my oil. Then I got some oil in my hands. I said, let me pray for you. It was Saturday evening. Then I prayed, Father, in Jesus' name, my mom needs a healing. She's in pain. Please heal her. After I prayed, do you know what happened after my prayer? Nothing. Nothing happened after my prayer. <laughs> and then she went. Nothing happened. But, but here's the point. As soon as I finished my prayer, she looked to her bone and she said, Little bone, you will be gone in Jesus' name. You will be gone. I looked at her and said, okay. Then she went to bed. It was Saturday night. Night. On Sunday morning, it was 8 in the morning, I was sleeping. And then my mother uh, came to me uh, screaming. said, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. I said, what happened? What happened? She said, my bone disappeared. I am totally, look, nothing. More, I don't need to have surgery. Or the bone disappeared overnight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then, but my mom, she, she has no degree. She has no college. She never went to school. And this is our problem. We studied a lot. We know a lot. But you don't believe that faith works in a simple way. You have to believe in what God said. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Faith. Look what is faith. Faith is to believe in what God says. And don't give attention to what you see. Faith. I'm going to say again. Is to believe in what God says. And don't give attention to what you see. Maybe you are going to receive prayer. And maybe you have the pain. But what should you do? Pain, Jesus' name, you're going to get out of my body. <laughs> and how she did. And I want to start reading Hebrews 13, verse 8. That says, let's read all together. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, 
and forever again. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What that means? What Jesus did in the past, he's going to, he can do today in your life and forever. That means, I believe that God has never changed. The word of God will never change. And everything that it's written in the Bible, it's relevant for us today. But you cannot see today these miracles and people speaking about that in the, even the churches. Why? You need to know this church started just a few years ago. Here. Of course, we, 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 we are in many countries. We were from Brazil, but we are in many countries here in Europe and also now in Ireland. But we, Shalom Church, is a church that believes in the Holy Spirit. Okay? You need to know that. We believe in the Holy Spirit. We believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God can use us. And also we believe that healing and miracles were not only a thing of Jesus and the apostles' time. But today we can experience the same miracles. Can, could you say amen? amen? It's not just for Jesus' time. Many people, they just say, oh, Jesus did a miracle. Oh, that happened with Jesus. Okay, but Jesus is the same, and he is alive. And I have something to say to you. If you are a born-again Christian, if you know, Jesus lives inside of you. Amen? And he is the same. And also, I want you to read another verse. John 14, verse 12. Look what Jesus said. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do what? The same works I have done. And even greater works because I am going to be with my father. <laughs> Beloved brother, Jesus said that I, tell you, I am telling you the truth. Jesus said, I am not a liar. I am telling you the truth. Anyone who believes, anyone, you, me, everyone here, if you believe in Jesus, if you are a born-again Christian, if you have this relationship with him, relationship of love with him, he lives inside of you. And he said, you will do the same works that I have done. Done. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done. Do you believe that? Faith works in a very simple way. Okay? How faith works? In a very simple way. You believe. You pray. You keep in confessing. I'm going to talk more in the next message. You need to keep in confessing. Even if you don't see. The problem is. Many people pray. But they don't see any miracles. And they think. Oh it didn't work. No. Many of my prayers. Happened. 
in the another day. I remember I prayed for one disciple and he had a strong pain in his arms. I prayed for him in the evening. After my prayer, I asked him, how are you feeling? He said, the same pain. Maybe something better. And then he went home. In the next day, he, he rang me and said, Marcio, when I was sleeping, suddenly I felt my body like trembling when I was sleeping. And then it was in the middle of the night and suddenly all my pain gone. And today I am totally healed. healed. And many times these miracles happened, not in the same time. But you, you believe, you pray, and you keep confessing even if you don't see. Last week, we learned that the righteous one, or the one who is born again, must live by faith. By faith. You must, you have, not just to have faith, you must live by faith. And also according to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, faith is what? The confidence of things that are not seen. Or we need to, to see beyond our eyes see. Or what you see sometimes destroys your faith. Why? Because you are looking through your, all your difficulties. Sometimes you are looking for the pain. And what you see destroys your faith. Then you need to hear from God. Because faith comes by hearing, not seeing. <laughs> what you see, the problem of your family, the problem of your children, destroy your faith. There are some things in my life. That are not well. But I have faith in God. I am trusting him. And I know everything is okay. This is faith. You see one thing. But you have the faith that everything is different. Then the Bible is teaching us. That we have to stop paying attention. To the things that we see. And listen to what God says. For it, it is the word of God that will produce faith in your life. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And I know your heart, some faith is growing in your heart. Why? Because you are listening, listening to the word of God. Did you know also that God called you? I am talking to you today. If you are listening to me, if you are here in this church, if you are listening to me on the internet, also on YouTube, you know, God called you to be one agent of transformation. Did you know that? God called you to be one agent of transformation. But no one is able to give what they don't yet have. No one can be one agent of change if they are not transformed themselves. Or God needs to 
perform some transformation in you in order for you to help others. Um, the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. Did you remember the 12 apostles? of? Have you read about them? But if you read about their lives, the, the 12 apostles of Jesus, they were expectators of the power of God for three and a half years. Or they were just watching Jesus. They were not doing anything. They were just watching. They were witnesses. Just watching. Oh, Jesus performing miracles. They saw people who were blind gaining sight. They saw people who were dead raising again. Also, they saw paralytics walk. They saw storms calm down. They saw the sick being healed. They saw Jesus preach the gospel with power. But they were only witnesses. But one day, Jesus came to them and said, I want to read now Luke 24, 48, 49. Jesus said to them, you are witnesses, and also you are witnesses of all these things. Now, I will send the Holy Spirit just as my father promised. But stay here in Jerusalem until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. And you know, my beloved brothers, after Jesus' death, all his disciples hid in a, in a room with fear for their future without their master. They were afraid. And, but once the disciples were baptized, and you know, they were in a room afraid and praying, praying. But then what happened? They were baptized with the Holy Spirit. And you know, I don't want to talk about that. But after that baptism with the Holy Spirit, they were transformed. This is what every one of us need. We need this relationship with the Holy Spirit, this baptism that transforms our lives. And Simon was transformed into Peter. Right? Simon was trans transformed into Peter. Simon was a leader full of potential, but he was full of fear, you know. But he was turned into Peter, who was firm as a rock. And maybe today you are Simon, but God are going to transform you into a rock, a solid rock, amen? amen. By the power of the Holy Spirit. And there are many people today, they are in church, but they are just spectators, just watching things, watching and spectators of the power of God. But God wants to transform us from spectators into one agent, instrument of the power of God. Amen.
Don't be one spectator, just watching things. Be one agent of transformation. Because God wants to use you. Do you believe that? Amen. Say to the person next to you, God wants to use you, please. God wants to use you. You need to be one agent or one instrument of the power of God. Do you believe it? Amen? Do you believe that God wants to use you? Yes! God wants to use you! Doesn't matter how long you are coming to church. Doesn't matter. I told you many miracles happened. With me, not with people from church, but people outside the church. Many miracles. Because the people outside the church, they have nothing about this religion inside of them. I remember years ago, a woman came to me with a great depression. Or 10 years of depression, and she said that she could not sleep. And came to the church the first time. And I just prayed for her. Her name is Elizabeth. And I, she came and said, Pastor, could you pray for me? I said, what do you need? I said, I cannot sleep. For 10 years, I don't sleep. I just take tablets to calm down, just to relax, but I don't sleep. I said, of course I can pray for you. And my heart was full of compassion for that woman. And I prayed over her. And she was not a believer of her first time. And then she came in the following week, smiling, and said, Pastor, that night you prayed, it was my first night of sleep in these 10 years. I said, is it, I said, is it truth? Yes, I could not sleep 10 years. And, 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 and of course, she's in the church today. And she's totally healed. But she came. But she had nothing about Bible in her mind. Today we have so many things. And this is our problem. So, oh no, I think this is too much. But I could talk right now. I prayed for people who had problems in their legs. They were healed. Problems in, in many parts of their body. And this is, this is for everyone who believes. Can you say Amen. I have no obligation to pray for all people or to, to heal people. But I have the obligation to use my faith and to pray for people. I need to confess to you that there are many people that I prayed for them and they were not healed. Did you know that? Yes, there are many people. That I prayed. But I didn't stop praying. I didn't stop. Or I kept praying for people. I didn't give up praying. And what I see. God using me more and more. Because I didn't stop. I confess you. I prayed for people who passed away. Years ago. Many years ago. I, I prayed for people that they passed away. They said, this is not my problem. My obligation is to pray for people. And I'm going to keep praying. Then I challenge you, do not give up. Use your faith and pray for people. Amen? Amen. 
You, you dare to use your faith? Yes or no? Yes. Then, when someone comes to you and say, mm, I have some pain. Then, don't say, go and take a Panadol. <laughs> Maybe, I have the solution. I have some Panadol. This is for you. <laughs> okay? Oh, I, I have, because it's how I started praying for people. I remember, years ago, I was in the church, and a brother came to me and said, mm, my, my head is like exploding. A strong headache. Could you pray for me? I was in the church, new in the church. I said, of course I can pray. I prayed for her. As soon as I finished my prayer, I said, wow, I'm healed. Wow, my, oh, my headache gone. Wow, God is so powerful. Glory to God. And then, after five minutes, someone told to this woman that she had headache. And she, she, what she said, go to, instead for her to pray, she said, go to, go to Mars, he's going to pray for you. <laughs> Then she came and said, could you pray for me? Because my head is exploding, so strong headaches. I said, okay, I prayed and she was healed. And then I never stopped. Then I, st I started praying for people with just a headache. But this week I, I was talking to one pastor from Brazil this week. And he said, Pastor Marcio, when you come to Brazil, please visit us. Because our church loves you. You came here just twice. And the first time you came here, there was a girl who had cancer. And you prayed for her and she was healed. And, and, and we are expecting to, when you come, please come and visit us. This week, he, 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 he sent a message. Please, when you visit Brazil, please come to our church because our church loves you. And I preached there, I think, three times just. Then, my beloved brothers, but what I want teaching you, whoever believes, this is not for pastors or leaders, whoever believes will do the same thing that Jesus did. Do you believe that? Amen. Amen. Then you will lay your hands on the people and they will be healed and be set free in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you believe it? When the people come to you and say, mm, I, I have some strong pain, what are you going to do? You are going to say, can I pray for you? Okay. Can I pray for you? Then you put your hands and say, Jesus, heal them. I pray. You have said, those who believe in you will do the same things that you did. Heal them. If you pray and nothing happens, keep believing, okay? Remember, my mom's bone, she was healed overnight. What you see destroy your faith. Sometimes you say, oh, no, I have strong pain. I say, keep believing, keep believing. Okay, this is how it works. Because he who believes in me will do the same works that I have done and even greater. This is what Jesus said. Okay? Let's go to the word. Now I'm going to start teaching about the faith. Uh, Matthew 11, verse 11 and 12. 
Surely, I say to you, among those born of women, there has not risen one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, than John. And from, pay attention here, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. I'm going to read again. Since from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers what? Violence. And the violent take it by force. Hear my beloved brother. Jesus' words, okay? Jesus said the kingdom of God is advancing. Because some Christians have a violent faith. Jesus is not talking about violence for you to kill. To, no, Jesus said love your enemy. This is... But Jesus said there is something that you, you need to be violent. You need to have a violent faith. Why? Because you are... Look at me, please. You are in a spiritual battle. In a spiritual war against darkness. If you don't know. Against Satan. And you need to have a violent faith. And you need to use your faith. Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven is taken by force. By the violence. Not for those who, okay, it's going to be okay. Some Christians say, oh, it's going to be all right. Okay, take a Panadol and you're going to be all right. I'm not against Panadol, okay, sorry. But first, I pray, first. Everything first, God. First, I pray. I never give anything. Sometimes, maybe they can have, but first prayer. Or even if you're going to take Panadol. Say, Father, bless this Panadol. Because I believe that you can bless me and you can heal me. But first God. Okay? And Jesus says that the kingdom of God is taken by force. And those who use this force, you take. I have a question to you. Please look at me. What force is, is it that Jesus is talking about? What force? What violence is that? That Jesus is talking about. It is the power of faith. It is the power of faith. That's why we are teaching about faith. That's why I am teaching you. You need to have a faith that works. And this is the title of this message. A faith that works. Because many people they have faith. But their faith don't work. Many people, they have faith in God. Faith for salvation. And they are saved because they gave their lives to Jesus and they are saved. But they don't live by faith. And I am challenging you. Not Pastor Mars, but I am challenging you by Jesus' word. And we need to believe in Jesus' words. With the, with the last message, we learned that 
People who have this kind of faith never take no for one answer. Do you remember the Greek woman, that Greek woman that I spoke last week, the Syrophoenician woman? She received a no from Jesus, right? Did you remember? She received a no from Jesus. Jesus said to her, she came and said, please, Jesus, help me, help my daughter. Jesus said, no, 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 no. I came to the people of Israel, and you have no right to receive a miracle. Sorry. Jesus said no to her. But she insisted and used her faith. Do you, do you remember? She used her faith. She insisted. And Jesus praised her faith at the end. And she used her faith and she received her blessing. And her daughter was healed. People of faith, pay attention, are those who don't give up. Let's say all together. People of faith are those who don't give up. They impress and thrill God. You are going to see that, my beloved brother. Jesus never looked to someone and said, Wow, you have a small faith. It's okay. It's enough. <laughs> no. You are going to see that the Bible says, Without faith, is impossible to please God. I am here to say, you cannot please God without faith or with a, a very tiny or small faith. You cannot please God. It's written in the Bible. To the Greek woman, Jesus said, let's read what Jesus said to the Greek woman, that woman. Jesus said first to her, no, I came for the people of Israel. You cannot, you have no right to receive. But what Jesus said to her, to her, woman, you have what? A great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed in that moment. Wow. To the centurion. In Matthew. Chapter 8. Verse 10. To the centurion. What Jesus said to him. Let's read. Again all together please. Truly I tell you. I have not found anyone in Israel. With such great faith. Wow again. To that woman said, wow, great is your faith. To that centurion, wow, I have not found anyone with faith like you. Wow, you have a great faith. <laughs> but do you know what Jesus said to his own disciples? Those who were in the church, in his church. <laughs> do you know what Jesus said to them? Who here knows what Jesus said to his disciples? <laughs> to the people outside the church. Jesus said to them, you have great faith. Great is your faith. But to his own disciples. Let's read Matthew 8.26. Let's read all together. You of little faith. Why are you so afraid? This is a shame. 
to the people outside the church. Jesus was saying, great, this is our faith. <laughs> to the people in the, that was walking with him, they were seeing miracles. And Jesus looked at them. If you look, like in Matthew 8, 10, Jesus was talking to the centurion. Few minutes, Jesus talked to his disciples. And he said, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? This is the point. When you are afraid, you are trying to solve your problems. This is means no faith. Because faith trusts in God. Faith rests. Say, God, I am resting in you. But because you don't trust, you are trying to do everything your own strength. You are stressed. This is the reason so many stress today. So many people stress in depression. Oh, so many troubles. Oh, all my troubles I give to Jesus every day. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I live by faith. And God wants you to live by faith. Amen. And to rest and trust in him. Look to the person next to you and say, trust in him, please. I have a question to you now. If, if Jesus looked at you today, what would he say about your faith? What would he say about your faith? <laughs> I want to teach now about faith and faith and prayer. And I want to show you how important it is to persevere in prayer. Let's read now Luke 18. Luke 18 from 1 to 8. Okay? Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray. Always pray? Always pray? Always pray? Yes. Always pray and not give up. Because sometimes you pray once, twice, and say, okay, God didn't give me. Okay, okay, bye-bye. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who, who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, saying, grant me justice against my adversary. For some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet, yet, because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice. So that she won't, won't eventually come and attack me. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says, and will not bring, pay attention, and will not bring, God bring about justice for his chosen one who cry out to him day 
and night. Will he keep in putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and quickly. Whoever look the end, when the Son of Man comes, will find what? Faith on earth. This parable, Jesus is teaching about faith and prayer. Faith and prayer. And Jesus tells in this parable uh, about a bad and evil judge. Okay? And also, one day, a widow who represents someone feeble or weak. And, uh, and goes to this judge and asks him to judge her cause. And he doesn't listen to her. But this woman, the Bible says, she didn't give up. She continues bothering him, the judge, every day. He eventually says, I will judge her cause because she doesn't give up. Beloved brothers, Jesus used this parable to teach us about faith and prayer, okay? If a bad judge, a evil judge, answered the cry of the poor widow, the question is, will not God, who is your father and Lord, answer his children who cry out to him day and night? <laughs> Here, please pay attention, Jesus is teaching about one insistent faith this is what Jesus is teaching one insistent faith it's not about you praying once or twice or for a week because the Bible says he will hear those who cry out to him day and night repeat, repeat after me he will listen those who cry out Day and night. He will listen to those who cry out day and night. Then it's not just a one prayer. This is a persistent faith. This Pay attention again what I'm teaching. Don't say that pastor is not teaching the right things. <laughs> Please. Jesus said, don't accept no in the first time. This is what Jesus is teaching. Don't accept no. Because this widow received a no as one answer. But she didn't give up. She started knocking the door. She started knocking. Or Jesus taught us not to take no for one answer. This is what Jesus is teaching us. Because this woman received a no. But she kept. And Jesus said, knock the door and the door will be open. Asking you, you're going to receive. And why? Do you know why the church doesn't see many miracles today? Do you know why? Many believers, even believers. Because first they don't believe. 
and secondly, because they don't pray. And because they don't believe, they don't pray. Because they don't pray, they don't believe. This is the point. And also, it's easier to say, it's easier to say, oh, God doesn't want to give me. Then, this, then you keep, why, why am I going to keep praying? But it's much more easier to say, God doesn't want to give me, than to keep praying, day and night, pray and fasting, day and night, pray and fasting. <laughs> what is much easier? To keep praying for day and night and fasting, or to give up? What is easier? To give up. It's most of you do, you should do. You give up. Because it's much easier. Then you say, this is the will of God. No, it's not will of God. Many things doesn't happen. It's not because of will of God. It's because of our lack of prayer. Look at your prayer time. And we will know the size of your faith. Look at your prayer time. And you're going to, be, to see the size of your faith. Jesus said, if one evil judge answered to the widow's cry, how much more will your Father in heaven to answer you? My beloved brother, if one evil judge answered, can you imagine our heavenly dad? Look to the person next to you and, and help me to preach and say, your heavenly dad will answer you. Keep praying. But I know it's difficult to persevere when take long time. And we have the example of one man. Uh, I, I remember I prayed for one miracle in my life, my family's life, for 13 years. 13 years. I was praying and fasting, praying and fasting, praying and fasting for 13 years until I received. You're going to say, oh, it's too much. Okay, but I did. Because I was expecting to receive this milk. 13 years praying and fasting, praying and fasting. And if you want to know, I pray for you and fast every week. I am fasting for the church, for you, because I believe that God's going to do something powerful in your life. And I am praying for you and fasting for you. God gave to one man a promise. Gave to Abraham. And God gave a promise to him that he would have a child. And he continued believing for 25 years. Is it easy? <laughs> to wait for something for 25 years? No. I want to read very quickly Romans 4, 18 to 20. Against all hope, look, he prayed against all hope. Against all hope, Abraham, in hope believed. So became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him. So shall your offspring be without weakening, in faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead. Do you know what it means? He was old man and his body or was not working to have a child. You know what it means. Okay? Yeah. 
Not working. But look, but look how, yeah, but how, look at what the Bible said, that what he did. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact, it was a fact, was dead. It was fact of his body, as good as dead. Since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead, even her. You know, a woman with near 100 years doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> I am saying about the woman, like, because to have a baby, you need to have your period, okay? <laughs> and there was no more period for her. <laughs> and yet, he did not waver. Through unbelief regarding the promise of God. But was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Or Abraham. Why he received this miracle in his life? Because he didn't take his dead body into action. Into account. He said, my body is not working, but my God is working alive. Amen. And sometimes say, I, I, am, I have a trouble, but my God is alive. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the Bible says that he kept strengthening her, his faith, giving glory to God. Every day, he was not okay, his body is not working. But every day he says, I believe in you, Father. I'm going to be father of multitudes. I'm going to be father of multitudes. He's, he was speaking, speaking, and he had no children. But he said, I'm going to be father of multitudes. This is why we are, you always say me, saying here, we are going to be here thousands of people. Maybe it could be crazy for you, but we are going to be. Because why? Because God said so. It's not because of me. It's because of him and his word. Remember. God is thrilled. And impressed by people of faith. People who don't give up. God is thrilled. Some people say. Sorry. But some people say. Oh I don't want to bother God. <laughs> I think God has many things to do. He has many answers. Re prayer requests. Uh, no, 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 I think I am okay. No! You are not bothering God. The Bible says that widow received because she was bothering. And Jesus said, learn. If that evil judge answered to that widow, can you imagine your heavenly dad is going to answer you? But you have to keep praying day and night, day and night, fasting and going before him. And he's going to move. Can you say amen? amen? There are many areas in your life. In your career. In your family. In, your, in our city. That is in the hands of Satan. And they will only be fed. By people who know how to fight. 
People who know how to use their faith. And we need to use the authority from the name of Jesus Christ. There are many things that are in the hands of Satan. And we are in a spiritual battle. Jesus said only those who are violent in their faith. They are going to receive. Only those who are violent. Maybe you will say, oh, I don't deserve. No, I don't deserve. It's okay. My life is okay. Okay, this is what we are going to receive. First Timothy 6, 12 says, let's read all together. Fight. Fight. Not against your husband. <laughs> Not against your child. Not against people. Use your faith to fight against the power of darkness. This is the, the fight that we have to fight. Fight the good fight of faith. And the Bible says that we have to fight this fight of faith. You need to use your faith. Faith will work for those who believe and fight for their faith. Pay attention. Your faith is going to work if you fight for it. Not stay. Some people say, oh, I pray and I'm waiting, God. I'm waiting. I think it's will of God. No. Because you are lazy. You don't spend time praying, asking God. Sometimes I stop praying. Sometimes I stop. Do you know when? When God say, no, it's no. Okay, I stop. I remember I was praying for people and God said no. I remember I was praying for some people and God said no. And I stopped. But I need to listen from God. But until he speak, I'm going to keep praying because he said, you have to insist. You have to have a persevering prayer and faith. Amen? Amen. You will not have any victory without fight. You cannot be a winner Without being a fighter. There are many things that don't happen in the life of the Christians. Because they don't fight Christians that do not use their faith. This is the problem. Many Christians, they have faith in God. They believe in Jesus. They are saved. But they don't use their faith. I want to finish. I remember one day I was in Spain preaching the gospel. And at the end, a man who had a problem in his legs, and he had a shorter leg. And in front of the church, and I prayed for him in front of the church. But I said, mm, but this is so hard, God. Because like, think, a man who has one leg here, another leg here. Oh, this is so hard. I think it's not okay to pray for this. But... I remember I was in the front of church then, but then I prayed for him. And after I, and she was in, in Spain, in Valencia, I was preaching in Valencia, and she was from Colombia. And she was in this church, and all of them speak Spanish, of course. And then at the end of the, the, this meeting, I prayed for her, and she had a leg 10 centimeters shorter than the other. And I just prayed for her, and her leg grew instantly. The same minute that I prayed. And then, 
The another day, she invited many people to go to church because of the healing that she received. And then she, she said that she, was, she had a big problem in her back because she had a lot of pain in her back. And after that, she, when she was home, because there was uh, uh, some uh, steps for her to go up to her house, like a ladder. And then she started going up and down, up and down. Said, oh, I have no pain. And another day she came to the church and said, I was healed and all the pain gone. And she brought many people to the church. Then my brothers, it's simple. But I know sometimes it's hard to use your faith. Sometimes it's easier to say, okay, this is, okay, you pray to God, but not me because this problem is so big. I pray for everybody. doesn't matter. And I have seen many miracles. But the point is, you have faith in God. You have faith in God. Do you have? Use your faith. Do you have, Joe? Joe, do you have faith in God? Use your faith. Sandra, do you have faith in God? Use your faith. Christina, use it. Do you have? Use it. When the people come to you and say, I am, I am in pain, I am sick. What are you going to say? Go to the pastor. What are you going to say? Can I pray for you? Yeah. Then you're going to pray. And then you are going to come and to give your testimony. Pastor, I prayed. And someone was healed. Hallelujah. And now I am in love with Jesus. I am, I am in love with him. Oh, Jesus, I give you all the glory. Because when Jesus performs miracles, the people come to him and the people love him more and more. Amen. Let's stand up. I think I am in the middle of the world, but I need to stop. Yeah. Okay, I'm going Next week, we are going to keep talking. Please, look at me. Don't get distracted. Please, don't walk right now. Because we have something important to do. You have to fight for your faith. To fight. Remember, I'm going to repeat. Remember. Miracles are not for those who deserve it. Okay? You don't deserve. I don't deserve it. Miracles are not for those who deserve it. Miracles are not for those who need it. There are many people in need, but they don't receive anything. Miracles are for those who? For those who have faith and battle for it. And you need to, this is the violence. Not to stay home, okay, it's okay, God. No, it's not okay. Many things God did in my life because I was fighting. Many things God did in the church because I didn't say yes, yes, it's okay. No, I said no. I'm going to pray against the power of the darkness. Satan have to get out. We need to fight. Look to your life, the things that you are going through. I am challenging you. Use your faith. Don't say oh, this is the will of God. No. We need, you need to believe. You need to, if God says no, it's okay, it's no. But until God says no, keep praying. 
Don't give up. Pray for your family, for your children, for your career, for your job. Pray for your spiritual life. I can see many people in church, they don't grow in their faith. They don't grow spiritually. We are in need of people in church that have a greater faith. People that's going to say, Father, use me. And God can use you to bless others, to heal others. And you need to say, God, use me. I am here for you. You, you dare to say to God, here I am, you can use me. Miracles are not, are for those who have faith and fight for their faith. Close your eyes, please. Please close your eyes. Whatever you are, you here in this church, those who are listening to me on the internet, oh, I want to challenge you to believe in the impossible, in the supernatural. I want to challenge you, Pastor Paul, please. Because our God is a God of miracles. God loves you. God loves you. And he wants to use you. Everything is possible for those who believe. The Bible says you do not have because you don't, do not ask. Ask and it will be given to you. Knock the door and the door will be open. I am challenging you. Please spend more time with God praying and asking. I want to challenge you today, use your faith. Even if it is small, no problem, battle for your faith. The Bible says for us to fight the fight of faith. Believe in the supernatural. Believe. Believe in miracle. Believe in Jesus' words, please. Don't believe in my words. Believe in Jesus' words. If you, even if you have failed. Even... If the things didn't work in the beginning, keep praying. Because faith is one attitude. Faith is a decision. Hallelujah. With your eyes closed, I want to pray for you. Father, I pray, Lord, I pray for your blessing upon all your people. Those who are listening to the sound of my voice. Touch their lives, Father. Jesus, we believe you. You died at the cross to save us, to transform us. I, I know I am so tiny. I am so small. But I have a greater God that lives here. I'm not strong in myself. But you are my strength. And your power is made perfect in my weakness. 
And I pray for all my brothers and sisters right now. Everyone who's listening to me. Father, use this today's word to increase their faith, Father. Our unbelief and all wrong teaching be destroyed from my brothers and sisters' life. Our wrong teachings in their mind be destroyed. Father, make us like a child. Who is going to believe in you, Father, faithfully. Take out all these instructions that we have. So many things. So many degrees. So many books. So many things that we read, we received. And all these things is, is not helping us, Father. I pray all stronghold in their minds. Be destroyed in Jesus' name. Our stronghold be destroyed. I prayed for miracles in their lives. Father, I join my faith with them. Now I join my faith with everyone here, Lord. There are people who are listening to me who are not right now. And they are fighting hard battles. Father, we are together praying together. Father, we are joining our faith together, agreeing with each other. And I pray in Jesus' name, how you are crying out, receive it in Jesus' name. Be blessed, you and your family, your career, your spiritual life, your family, your children. In Jesus' name, I bless you. I declare miracles coming over your life in Jesus name and don't give up keep praying saying I believe Jesus I believe in miracles Father I pray Lord for many miracles I pray for salvation for those who are not saved yet I pray for salvation over their lives this is the great miracle our salvation in Jesus Christ and I invite you right now, if your eyes closed, please pray this prayer after me out loud. And say, Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I believe you. You died for my sins. I am sinner. Forgive my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Today I repent from all my sins. I, I give my life to you. I accept you as my Savior. You are my Lord. I'm going to serve you faithfully. And I'm going to love you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Could we applaud him? <laughs> Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And see you next week. With the third message of this series. The power of faith. Amen. God bless you.